What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, CEOs? Woo, it's been a heck of a day, but it's our boardroom. And it is our way, ladies. All things women. All things women. So girls, ladies, CEOs, we are back and we are super excited. We got a pretty dope topic today, right, Tim? I think it's pretty dope. I mean... It's like kind of right on time. That's something I've been feeling uh, this week, you know. And you know what? Truthfully, like I want, I want the ladies' opinion. I want their opinion on how they feel about our topic. So, CEOs, our topic is: What's the cost of being a strong woman? I'm a strong woman. Oh, okay. Now, I think, first of all, let's talk about what does it mean to be a strong woman? Because there's a lot. That's really broad, right? That's a big one. That's I a know what comes to my mind when I think a strong woman, but. Well, what comes to your mind? Because I think it girl, probably comes to all of our minds, right? Honey, but what comes to your mind? First of all, well, number one, my grandmother comes to my mind. That, yeah. That's the, that's the <laughs> my grandmother and my mother are strong women. And I mean, right. I was raised with very opinionated women. Now, my mom might be a little bit more reserved, but she's opinionated, mm-hmm. right? Don't, yeah. don't test her. Don't test her. So, <laughs> so, like, I always see, when I think of strong woman, I see a woman who has an opinion. Mm-hmm. I definitely think of, like, somebody who's probably, you know, ambitious, driven, you know, knows what she wants, doesn't, not a pushover, mm-hmm. all of those things yep. come to my mind. Confident, assertive. I got a picture of her right now. Yeah. I mean, like, bringing it. And to your point, mm-hmm. Tamara, I was raised around very strong women, too. And so I, I don't remember seeing a lot of the women I was around pulling back or lowering yeah. their tone. Or, like, I remember them yeah. being big and bold in their space. Right. And, like, coming to take over and, like, very much so decisive. Yeah. And I, I just remember them being very big presence. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's a, I mean, but like, so knowing that our perspective is going to be one way for a strong woman and like Tamara and I were having this conversation the other day that was like, your perspective of strong woman is typically going to be your circle. So who are the people that are running in your circle with you? You're going to think those women are strong women, but if you're Mm -hmm. not careful, you're going to downplay the strength of another circle of women. Come on. Because it doesn't look like your group. Right. And so let, let's just give an example, right? Right. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, career-driven, ambitious, mm-hmm. and that looks a certain way. Right. But let's be honest. I know women who stay at home with their children. Yeah. And they are just as, first of all, one of the hardest jobs in the world. I'm not built for it. I'm just being honest That's a different you. level of strength. But, honey, that that is strong, too. And, I, I mean, okay, what about the woman who's able to kind of tame that tongue, right? Because you know with all this opinion, hey. <laughs> with all of this opinion in the room. Tamara, I reference my book often, but I wrote a chapter in my book that's called Bridal and the Beast. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a beast. It and to your point, I see some women that I know could like pop off and say something okay. back to somebody, but they don't. And what I think in my mind is that's real strength. That's real strength right there. Yeah, it takes no strength to just say what you're going to say. Honey. But to have to hold back something. So the woman, mm-hmm. what we're saying, too, is the woman that can really bridle her tongue and know when to speak up and yeah. when not to speak up, that's a strong woman, too. That's a strong woman, too. I'm telling you, the one who is able, like you said, to kind of control the emotions, know how to filter it, know when to turn it on and off mm-hmm. takes a level of strength and refinement like that really does that that comes over time i i tell you what 
I had to learn some of that stuff along the way. That that takes going to Proverbs, okay? <laughs> you got to, you got to get in your Bible and go to Proverbs to get that you one, do. okay? <laughs> but you hit on something too, Tamara, about the woman that stays at home with the children. Yeah. Now, it, like you said earlier, in mm-hmm. our mind, when we think of a strong woman, I think of a corporate boss. I think of a woman that is exactly. climb, climbing the ladder. She's making good money. She's yeah. doing her thing. Yeah. But. One of the things I would say is like right now I'm on an extended time off of work with my daughter, which I am grateful for. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I don't think that I could be a stay at home mom by myself. I have support. So I have help. (laughs) Thank God that, you know, we have someone that comes to the house and Mm -hmm. helps us with Aubrey. Mm -hmm. But I'm just trying to imagine the woman that does that around the clock. Mm -hmm. That is strength, too. It is strength. And I also say another picture of of strength for me is women who have just had to overcome a lot of adversity. Whoa. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, you've made it in your corporate career. But listen, it's it's some women out there on their grind, single moms, doing what they can do every day, grinding it out, still ambitious, still trying to do things. And maybe they haven't arrived yet. Well, but it's that overcoming adversity. Adversity. And that you bring up a really good point. I read an article one time about this mm-hmm. lady who had kind of like pulled her whole life back together. She came mm. up in foster care. She was raped at a young age. Mm. She had went through all of Come these on. things and she still had her right mind. Come on now. And so like sometimes we don't think about how like being a strong woman is number one, knowing how to go get your source of strength, right? Yeah. So mine is to go pray about it, be in my mm-hmm. word, but it's also if I need counseling, I'm going to go get counseling too. Yeah. But I think it takes a strong woman that can, like you said, go through some really difficult times right. and make some really clear decisions around what I need to get back to who I am. That's right. Girl, okay, I almost That's to big. Give you a high five across the table. That's big, right? That is big. That's a big deal. And the women who find that strength, you're talking about strong. Yeah. To be able to withstand some of the more difficult circumstances like rape. Yeah. You know, overcoming whatever, put fill in the blank. Parents not being in their life right. or losing a child right. or like there's so many things that women are dealing mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to kind of pull yourself up recognize that yeah I might need a little help and support Mm -hmm. from whether it be my circle of friends or someone else like I mean like the vulnerability inside of that just takes strength in itself you know period period so all right so look let's go to like what's the cost now I mean we're we're, we define ourselves as pretty strong women pretty opinionated and look let's go with that example we started off with before we go there I just thought about something what you got I think it's important for us as we think about CEO the movement, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking a lot about women getting along better, supporting each other, showing up big for each other. Mm-hmm. I think if we go back to what we just did is we, we talked about many different women and how they're strong in many different ways. And I think sometimes what really impacts the relationship with women to women, if we're really kind of like pulling on this movement that we're starting here in Charlotte, North Carolina, it's important for us to recognize that one other person's strength being different than another person's strength doesn't mean that they're not strong. Come on. And a lot of times I think that that's what happens in female relationships. We look down maybe on someone who's not doing something we're doing. Yeah. Or that may not be the type of strength that our circle has. Mm -hmm. But if if we really started kind of like admiring other women's strength for what they are dealing with I think that we would see relationships been a lot better and I just wanted to make sure that we didn't jump past the fact that like women that are listening remember that 
all of these women are strong. It doesn't matter that their strength doesn't look like yours. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to get somebody whose strength isn't yours, right? Exactly. Okay. We can't all be good in every area and aspect of our lives. Right. Find yourself and surround yourself with people who are good at other things, who are strong in other areas. That's that's, that's gonna the only truth. help you grow. It helps you grow. If everybody in your circle looks just like you, girl, your circle will never, it will never go all the way around. It'll always just kind of stop at a certain place because you can't connect the dots if you don't right. have some diversity there. So Agreed. anyway, but you, you're, you're taking us to a good place. I just wanted to make sure that we talked about that. Like that as women, making sure that we understand that a strong woman doesn't just look like the CEO that's a female. Yeah, that's right. It, it could very well be the admin assistant Come on. that is supporting that CEO or the you know, person who's just getting into her career. So anyway, or the stay-at-home mom, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. So let's kind of pull on that one just a little bit, though. If we went with that first example, Mm -hmm. honey, that's a lot of cost to that. Yeah. Okay? Like I told you, my grandmother was opinionated. We have very opinionated women in our family. Yeah. You know, getting together family gatherings gets real interesting. Sometimes we all got to say our piece. It get warm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It gets a little warm. But I feel like sometimes. Just a sec. I feel like sometimes when you're in that space, like. People just assume that you got it sometimes. And and I think that's a really big cost to sometimes coming across like I got my, my stuff together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because people will just automatically assume sometimes that you, oh, you're good. Yeah, so what does she need? She don't need no She's help. She's good. She's okay. And that's a good point, Tamara. I read a quote one time that said, being perceived as a strong woman can sometimes rob you of your delicacy mm. and your compassion or the compassion that people show you. And I think that's deep because I, the yeah. type of strong woman that I have seen me to be over the years and grown to be, I have felt a lot of times, whether it been in relationships, Whoa. personal relationships, and that one's a big one. I'm because, chewing on what you just dropped hey, right now. I'm telling you, in personal relationships, it is a struggle because there's yeah. times when you really need a hug. Yes. Or you need maybe your spouse or your mate mm-hmm. to sit down beside you and say, baby, it's going to be okay. I'll take this for you. Right. I've got this. Let me help out. And what I think comes in return, no fault to them, mm-hmm. is that it shows up kind of like, well, she's good. She's got it. Like, yeah. what else could she need? She's she's running the world. Mm-hmm. She's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really sad because you're right. It does rob us of our vulnerability and just our delicacy. Mm-hmm. We're still people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sometimes I think, and we'll kind of get into this a little bit later, but it's just learning how to um, ask for help and, and, and wanting help. But sometimes there's this perception that, hey, you know what? Krista's good. Yeah, she She's good. always encouraging me. She's always got her stuff together. She's okay. And it's such a faulty assumption, right? Right. Because that is not, that is probably the least true. <laughs> well, what about that, that thing that's going around on social media? And I love it, but it says, check on your strong friend. Come on now. Like, I check love that. The first time I saw that pop up on my feed, yes. I was thinking like, oh my God, there's so much truth to that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're the one that people see as strong, nobody's really ever checking on you. Right. They're looking for you to support them Them, because that's what you do all the time. Right. Right. And I do think that like, as we start to really think about women and helping to change the narrative of women, we've got to be a little bit more thoughtful around how we handle each other. And hopefully we can teach other people how to handle us as well. Strong women. So, 
But one more thing that I thought about, too, is and it was more of a personal situation with me and my husband. When I first met my husband, I don't think he knew how to to help me relax my mm. strength. Right. So it was kind of very much so like, oh, she's good. She got it. And I think in the beginning, I used to think like he doesn't care. Like, how can he <laughs> you know, like it can be very much confused as mm-hmm. like. Oh my God, he has he has no compassion towards me. He has yeah. no this, that, and the other. But as I started really focusing on self awareness, I had to teach him that even when I looked strong, I I wasn't feeling strong. You yeah. know what I mean? And so in return, he's gotten really good at helping me know when to take my cape off. Come on, because he sometimes is strong when we don't know when to do that, right? Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head. It's really important to either teach people how to recognize when you're really not that strong right or just having the self-awareness for yourself to say you know what i am strong but guess what right i'm going to show some different type of strength by being vulnerable right now there really is some strength and vulnerability that's big and just taking it off yep you can have a breakdown in front of loved ones and some people you trust yeah it's it's actually strength yeah yeah it's okay that's a good point because i think when i started kind of getting like god this man is truly loving. He's a great husband. He's all of these great things. Why does he not show compassion? That's when, like you said, mm-hmm. I started having to kind of understand that, like, maybe, like, is it me? Like, mm-hmm. am I am I offering something that is so, 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 what is the word, tough or rough around mm-hmm. the edges that maybe he feels like, I, I don't even know how to. I don't to, even know how to get to, to you. How do I even get to that? Yeah. But when I started really, like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, being a little bit more vulnerable, so for our strong women, you know, practicing that vulnerability is important because you put being able to pull your cape off and sometimes even teaching people how to help you take it off because I think that part's important too. Like teaching your friends. Tamara and I have been friends for 20-something years mm-hmm. and there's times when we recognize like, oh, okay, let me let me help her take her cape off. She <laughs> needs to understand she's actually still a yeah, dope you're mom. Yeah, you're in a safe yeah. space, yeah. right? you're in okay, a safe girl. space. Yeah, you're good. Shake it off. Right, you, you, I know. I, I know. get you. Yes. You're tough. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just talk about what's really bothering me. Right. <laughs> now that we've got through all of that, <laughs> let's let's go. And I always joke around, like, I have a girlfriend named D'Amika, and I love her to pieces. But she um, used to tell me when we would talk, she would say, all right, Kristen, you're giving me, like, 30%. <laughs> when you get ready to give me the other percentages, we'll, we'll start the conversation. Mm-hmm. But right now, I just kind of feel like I don't know what's bothering you. Yeah. And it's funny because I think over the years, um, to your point, you had to teach Derek. I show my strength a little bit differently with Steve uh-huh. because both of us are very opinionated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we both have somebody has to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the one who can kind of re- restrain ourselves. And I think we've gotten a lot better at that. But for me, I think there's assumption like, you know, Tamara just takes it on. So I don't need to always talk about it, but I'll just do it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. This needs it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to show up. Just going to go show up and do it, take care of it. And sometimes it's like, you know, it took a while for, for us to kind of get to a space where he was like, okay, I actually need to take something off of her plate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. She's got Gavin's bath, homework, dinner, working all day, blah, blah. Okay. I need to. Let me take something because I don't necessarily always tell him, hey, I need you to. I need you right now. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's interesting that you say that because for Derek and I, both of our love languages are acts of service. Mm. So we go back and forth with it. It's like, okay, can you do this for me? Well, well, can you do this for me? So, but 
I say that kind of like as a joke, but like I do think it's really good when um, you can kind of like recognize like whatever the opportunities are and also your spouse can support you in that and kind of recognize like, okay, I should probably help her right now. So that's that's one thing. And and that Mm -hmm. goes for any relationships. But the other thing that Tamara mentioned that I thought was huge was just simply I tend to take it all on. I tend to do it all by myself. The question that I have for the woman that shows up and does that all the time is, Mm. what is the cost? Girl. So what happens when you tend to be that person that just takes on everything, you don't ask for help? Because that is a strong woman. You run into a wall. Yeah. Let me just be really real. Mm -hmm. You run into a wall. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I've, I've, I've had times where I have just literally almost had to just sit down and like, my heart is beating fast. And I'm like, anxious I I like carry that anxiety and I'm like what is happening and it's just my body literally telling me hey you need to shut it down and go too far you haven't gone to sleep until two o'clock like you know for the last three nights shut it down you're going too far yeah and it's it's um it's pretty costly it actually really is especially to your own personal health relationships your own personal relationships your own mental stability yes yes I mean this this notion that you really can do it all yeah is true but you can't do it all at one time oprah said that right so she says you can can have it all but you just can't have it all at once sometimes and timber so you're hitting on a good point let me ask you another question so Mm -hmm. what i hear you saying is for us as strong women sometimes we typically take on everything talk Mm -hmm. a little bit more about even what it feels like showing up at work Um, showing up at home all of these things when we because we all have been there before Mm -hmm. but when we're showing up in these places Mm -hmm. with all of that on our shoulders like we've tried to take everything on you can't show up your best self that's good. so what happens is you end up running yourself so thin that you're able to give a little to a lot yeah and sometimes certain areas of your life doesn't need a little bit of you yeah all the time that's good and so when i think about like just my home life and Mm -hmm. really focusing like on our my quality time with my son and my husband Mm -hmm. i can't give them a little bit yeah you know what i mean and i think at work you don't end up giving your best right you become exhausted that's how burnout happens it's real it's a real deal and then i mean you know by the end of the day like i shared with you before like i went through a period in my life where i literally was like I really struggled. I was having some anxiety issues mm-hmm. because I could never quite settle my mind down. Something always was coming up that I knew I got to do. I got to do this. Gotta the do anxiousness, this. right? It was anxiousness. Well, Tim, this is good because when we talk about what's the cost of being a strong mm. woman sometimes. Now, uh, what I would like to say is being a strong woman without boundaries, Come right? Because you can be strong and kind of have control over what you need emotionally, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you can be strong and lose that. Come on. And I think the big thing about that is, like you said, you run the risk of being in a different place with your mental health. Yeah. And so when we think about the cost of being a strong woman without boundaries, let's say that, mm-hmm. I think it can impact our mental health. Mm-hmm. It can impact our relationships. Yep. Yeah. It can re- it, it can impact our work, right? Oh yeah, our relationship with Christ yeah. or whatever it is that you know females have a relationship with. Hopefully, something higher than them. Yeah, um, but it can impact a whole lot. And if you get too far out there in that, yeah, it's a really big price. 
It is a big price. And I think women in particular, um, we talk about being uh, or depression. There are so many women in this country that suffer from anxiety and depression. Oh, my God. And it often goes untreated. Yep. We find ways to cope. But a lot of this is really dealing with everything. Right? Yeah, Tamara, this is tough. It is really real. And, you know, I I think about oftentimes, I think as a woman who has been to a space before for a brief period of time, I I -hmm. caught it real quick because I recognized that it was something that I that I wasn't familiar with Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel like God. Right. Come on. So I got to this space after a really bad relationship I had been in and my strength, the strong woman side of me said, get up. You're good. Keep it popping. Keep it moving. And what I didn't realize is that. No, I needed some time to sit still for a second. Yeah. I needed some time to yeah. say, okay, I, I need to take a break. I need to take a breather versus mm-hmm. trying to be the strong woman in front of everybody. Like, oh, no, this relationship wasn't good, but I'm good. Watch watch how I get back up, get my hair done and my nails done, mm-hmm. put on a cute outfit and walk back out in the world. Fresh photos with the bomb light. Okay, fresh photos <laughs> of sun, sunlight face in my face. But that wasn't a strong woman with it boundaries. Wasn't. You know what it I mean? It wasn't. And I'll tell you what, one of the things I've learned to do is um, really take time. Mm-hmm. When I need to shut it off, I do shut it off. Yep. Yeah. It's and it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to people who mm-hmm. are used to me doing a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah, I do. And Tamara, I think that's good because what so, – so I read something the other day that said, like, be able to say no and not always explain it. Yeah. And that takes strength. So when we start talking about a strong woman, like we want to keep reiterating like this whole notion of strong Mm -hmm. woman, because like we always see strong woman and think like, oh, she's so great. She's so successful. Mm -hmm. But a strong woman also knows how to say, no, Mm -hmm. I got to protect me right now. Yeah. And so like I think about Dr. Todd, who's our therapist, right, for for CEO's organization. He mentioned to us one day that it's okay to be selfish. The world actually like frowns upon a selfish person but he said honestly like for you you have to learn to be selfish sometimes you do because if you don't really have everything kind of together with yourself you just like i said you don't show up well to others <laughs> you may think you do It'll that 80 percent shows up well tamara it's too it's funny you say this because it's almost like when you show up you almost look the opposite of strong weak I guess yeah, but I don't know the word run down not confident you look like you're just trying to figure it all out people can read into that and yeah that's why when we think about like what's the cost of being a strong woman like I think the bigger conversation is how do you be a strong woman with boundaries yeah because it's, it's not just the cost of being a strong woman to your point it's about being strong within your boundaries mm-hmm. understanding your limits understanding when to ask for help yep having your own self-awareness yeah you know is is big and not caring what other people think right i'll be honest with you i i I think we all have been there but Mm -hmm. there's been times in life where you're like oh god i don't want to do this because it's going to look like i don't have it together (laughs) or i want to make sure i have you know but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like it cannot be about what other people think all the time it just cannot be it can't and the thing is, if it, if it becomes that, you're going to run yourself in the ground. 
Easy. You really will. Easily. Because what you find yourself doing is trying to be somebody to all the different people in all the different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you've got your work people. You're mm-hmm. trying to be strong be in front strong of them. over there, yep. And, and what strong looks like in front of your work crew mm-hmm. and your boss and everybody else doesn't look the same as what mm-hmm. strong looks like in front of your husband or your boyfriend right. or your friends. And then it also looks very different when it's in front of your parents mm-hmm. or your cousins and your aunts. Like, that level of strength looks different in every place. And to your point, if you're trying to be like all of those strongs, <laughs> so to speak, mm-hmm. not, I don't even know what that sounds right, but all of those mm-hmm. strongs, yeah, you'll just end up like turning into nothing. Well, yeah, you'll just be on the side of the road in tears. <laughs> Been there, done that, Been right? Been there, <laughs> crying. My Ste- snotty cry. My steering wheel right. has caught many <laughs> tears on a mini day, okay? <laughs> Not this car. Now, this car hasn't caught many tears. It's been more worship tears okay. than this one, but not okay. tears of um, kind of like hurt and pain. Yeah. But, you know, we all got a steering wheel. All <laughs> got a steering wheel, honey. I have, I have looked crazy to some people. Yeah. I'm sure driving down the road. So. Absolutely. So, yeah. Tamara, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you think about a strong woman with boundaries, mm. now that we've kind of talked through this, what does that woman look like? Let's just frame it out for the women so they can hear kind of like what our perspective is of a strong one with boundaries. Strong one with boundaries. I think it's okay to still have the ambition to still have your own, you're your own person, your own thoughts, your own opinions about certain things. But to me, it's about, it's, it's two things, right? So that, so it's, it's actually learning how to be more of service to others. Sometimes that, that is one of the biggest strengths that you can gain is actually being of service to others and then that'll put you in a position to where you don't have to feel like i gotta look like i got it together all the time because it's not about you it's it's you're you're off actually your mind your own mind yes the focus isn't actually it's really not about you yeah being a service to others um it creates a little bit more of a refined you Mm -hmm. you know so you can kind of start to think about okay i don't have to tell everybody my opinion all the time oh my god every single time all the time Hush sometimes. It, it takes a little bit more of maturity. So maybe just maturing mm-hmm. in some of those areas too. Yeah. Um, somebody who is willing to ask for help and be vulnerable. At the end of the day, like I think we've said it so many times in different spaces, like nobody looks up to a perfect person. Jesus. Nobody learns from somebody who's got it all together. People learn from people's mistakes. I want to okay. see your scars. I want to understand your scars. Real. I want to. I want to understand your scars. Yeah. I want to understand how you got them. I want you to tell me what you would have done different. One of my girlfriends mm-hmm. asked me the other day. She's only a few years younger than me, but I think she's like thirty-three. Mm-hmm. But she said, "What would you have told your thirty-three-year-old self?" <laughs> and I like that because yeah. it didn't pull on yeah. a perfect me. It was like, "What would you have went back and told that girl?" Mm-hmm. At that point in your life. Mm, a 33 girl. Whew. And the other thing I would have told my 33 self is, you know, stop worrying so much about what other people think of Just you. Just stop it. It, it. it really did drive a lot of kind of what I felt like I had to show. I had to be the career woman. Because mm-hmm. that's what I was taught to be. Look, my mama said, girl, you better get out here. Get your education. Like right. most women, yeah. you get out here and get your take education. Take care of yourself. Take care. Don't have nobody ever take care of you. You you know, you grow up in this mindset. Man, that is like, I hear it. But, man, we set ourselves up to be lonely. Yeah. Hurt. 
You know, it's vulnerable, not vulnerable. All of those things guarded, guarded. It makes me think about too. So mm-hmm. I lost my mom, and many of you all who are listening know this. But I lost my mom at a really young age. So I was. 13 years old mm-hmm. and boy was that painful for me right and yeah it's 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 a, I go in and out of seasons with it because at different phases of your life you need a woman differently you mm-hmm. need your mom you know mm-hmm. but I say all of that to say my father was kind of like the one that raised us mm-hmm. from I had never really dated anybody before my mom passed away I think my menstrual cycle may have just started before wow. she passed away so like there was a lot that he really brought us through. Mm-hmm. So my sister and I oftentimes talk about how that benefited us or how did how did it benefit us and how did it hurt us? And so there's a portion of that that we were raised by a man wanting to create the perfect woman mm-hmm. from his point mm-hmm. of view, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about what strength looked like from my father telling me how to be a strong woman, Probably look very different than what a woman, right? I bet so. Would have taught me, yeah. So I remember what are some examples. Well, a Kristen. quick example that I would say that my dad always taught I got us. One, I remember your daddy telling us. <laughs> right, exactly. But one example that I would say my father always did for us is when we left out the house, if we were going on dates or going to be around any man, he gave us money. He said, "You pay for it." Mm. And he, so, wow. well, that is a good thing. Because he taught us to be like a woman that like, okay, like I, I can take care of the yeah, meal too. To, yeah, I don't need yeah. to depend on you. But on the flip side of that, mm. right? <laughs> I don't know if he taught us how to be a delicate, come on, um, mink woman that uh-huh. is like be taken care of. You yeah. know what I mean? It was more or less you show up to the table and you have what you, you, you come to the table with just as much. Kristen, that is so funny that you said that. Like I for real can understand how if you've been taught that mm-hmm. how do you create a space for a man to do anything how do you do it because now and and I, and I saw this in my relationships I was one of my last friends to get married not that it was a bad thing God didn't have it for me to get married early but one of the things that I learned really quick is that through self-awareness mm-hmm. right so I had to start seeing that like oh okay it's not all them and a lot of times when I see my good single girlfriends they remind me of myself Wow! is it's always what that guy is not doing and like he's not the right one or this person is not but you know I think I got to a place in my life where I started looking at me yeah and I interrogated like things like that like what did what did I learn growing up? I would uh-huh. hear my girlfriends talk about how their mom taught them how to, oh, yeah. you know, wear this, you know, do this little delicate thing. And I'm like, darn, I don't know if I heard all of that growing <laughs> up. <laughs> I heard you bring your money to the table. You good. You got yourself, you know. Oh, my God. It's such a good point. Like, yeah, I never really thought about that. I do remember your daddy being like, um, save money, do this, mm-hmm. bring money to the table. Mm-hmm. You need to get out there and get your own stuff. I'm like, that is so true. And if you've, if you've grown up with that all of your life, that is so much of a, almost a retraining you have to do. It's like a generational type thing. It that is. If you don't, if you're not careful, you'll look at it mm-hmm. like this is the gospel. So when I met my girl, husband, girl, we bumped heads because I was like, no, I'm I supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this. And, you know, mm-hmm. it really took me. And I know my husband is like dancing for joy. He's probably like, thank God she finally realized it. That like. <laughs> You know, that's not the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. and it, there's something we can pull from it and learn from yeah. it. True. But it doesn't mean that it's the only way the world works. And that's I think right. that, that sometimes that's a downfall of a strong woman mm-hmm. is really having the mindset that my way is the right way <laughs> all the time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, okay, so reality is, like, when I think when Stephen and I got married, I remember him kind of taking a look at what how he grew up and how I grew up. And so my mom is very opinionated. And so my father is much more kind of easygoing. Laid back, yeah. Laid back. And I remember, you know, just watching my mom just being more opinionated about everything. And so I kind of came in my relationship with Steve was like, you know, hey, this is what I think. This is you, what's going to happen. Y'all don't see me, but I'm rolling my neck. Yeah. But, <laughs> like a know, strong woman. <laughs> this is what it is. Right. This is how I feel about it. And it wasn't a lot of like middle ground. Mm-hmm. And I remember Steve telling me like, hey, if you think that I'm going to function like your your parents do. You're sorely mistaken. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. We just hit a brick wall. What happened? Well, <laughs> it's supposed to go my we way. We both both can't be so opinionated. So I, it did. It took a lot of refinement and just a lot of reteaching about, okay, I don't have to show my opinion or share my opinion all the time. I can sit back and allow my husband to have his own thoughts, and I don't have to butt in with what I think all the time. Um, and it just it took a while to actually – come to that but it took a lot of retraining you yeah. know yeah I like that and it felt it didn't feel good at first it, it won't you know I and I tear, I was tore up on the inside Tamara girl <laughs> and you probably couldn't even talk to me about it because I wasn't even married yet no, I didn't I even like, understand I can't, I can't even get her involved yes. <laughs> she, she wouldn't understand yeah because I would be telling you know what I would have been saying my <laughs> young single <Divorced>. strong sip <laughs> right I'd be like girl you should yeah, <laughs> he should not he need to listen to you mm-hmm, <laughs> all of that so hey that's another side note but while we're talking about about it like sometimes you gotta check you know the advice you're getting to because here's the thing I don't like you know I'm a huge advocate for in relationships you don't always have to talk to everybody about your relationship but I do think that you do need to have a trusted Mm -hmm. wise counsel network and whether that be a counselor whether that be someone that no matter what happens they're not going to look at your spouse different no matter mm-hmm. what, you know, like someone that truly loves you. That's right. And love both loves both of you. That's a good call out. That's a great call out. It really needs to be a, somebody who loves both of you and who is mature enough to kind of be objective. That's good. Because, you know, you tell your girlfriend or mm-hmm. somebody who's right or die for you and they like, nah, yes. nah, girl, don't, you can't hurt my friend. Let's go, let's go handle business. <laughs> yeah, so just. But that's a good point, yeah. Tamara. Like you do have to, like for, and we keep going back to the strong woman standpoint, and I, I really kind of want us to go through through a couple of things that we just offer um, as a recap. But I think Mm -hmm. as a strong woman, your network, Mm -hmm. if you're a strong woman, you have to have the right network Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're holding you accountable for who you're supposed to be. Yes. No, no, yes, girlfriends. That's right. No, somebody who's just, no to somebody who's just going to tell you yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. If you are always in agreement with your girlfriend or you know, whomever, whomever you're calling your friend, there's a problem. Yeah. There's a problem. And I don't think that those relationships have to go away because they're yeah. always. But maybe you can address it. Like, hey, yeah, let's be transparent. Let's, let's, let's come to the carpet and talk. I need you to push back on me. Yeah. And maybe those aren't the people that you're leaning on for critical That's advice. Good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You do need somebody who is going to tell you the truth. Yeah. At, at the end of the day. And you need you need some cheerleaders for you, too. That's right. Because there's going to be days when you are walking forward and you are like, I don't know what the heck is happening. <laughs> I got out here. <laughs> My strong self showed up and got all out here. 
And now I have no idea what to do. And, right. and we've all been there before where we got ourselves stronged. I like to call it stronged up to where we need it to be. Okay. And then you were like, where, what the heck to do Wait next? Wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to have those people that will remind you to walk by faith. Like That's you right. got the guy got you here. You yeah. brought yourself to this space and he'll keep on pushing you. So, yeah. all right, CEO. So we're going to go over a couple of things that we just want to kind of like share with you all before we leave about like this, the cost of being a strong woman and like, what are some things that we can do as strong women and all of those types of strong women that we listed in the beginning, whether you're stay at home, mom, stay at home, wife, whether you're a corporate woman doing your thing, whether you're the woman that knows when to keep her mouth shut and just bridle her tongue, mm-hmm. all of those women. Some of the things that we feel would be really, really good for us as women, and as we study and continue to read um, and understand women differently, we talked about it earlier, is just being self-aware, learning mm-hmm. to study yourself. Yeah. No matter where you're at in life, study yourself, study the things that make you tick, mm-hmm. Figure out what those things are that really bother you in conversation, that bother you in relationships, that bother you at work. They all usually link to something. They do. And just just to harp on your point, it's, it's not just study, but work on yourself. You need to be very honest with yourself about what is it inside of you mm-hmm. that's driving some of those behaviors. That's right. What is it so that you can start to change and deal with that? Tamara, you hit it. So being a strong woman and being able to work on yourself mm-hmm. makes you a powerful woman. It makes you even, Girl. I mean, it really takes you to the next level. Mm-hmm. So be strong, but be self-aware and be able to work on it. Love All right. It. So another one that we mentioned earlier is learning to say no. <laughs> so it's actually a strength. I've gotten pretty good now. So talk to us, Tamara. Like, how would you mm. wrap up this whole piece of learning to say no? How, what advice would you give a woman to make sure that they're doing it and doing it well? Um, when you're getting to the point where you find yourself doing things for other people that, that is taken away from the, your priorities, you need to learn how to say no mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And honestly, I don't know if it's, it's some sort of super magic. It's having the confidence to say no. Mm-hmm. You need to understand what's on your plate. What is your value system? What's important? What are the things that you have to prioritize above everything else? And if they're not falling into those buckets and you don't have any more time, the answer is no. Yeah. I've been referencing Rachel Hollis mm-hmm. a lot lately. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys will learn with me that like I get really fixated on certain people. It was T.D. <laughs> Jakes, T.D. Yeah, Jakes, <laughs> you do get Rachel Hollis. On people. Yeah, I really do, and I go through a season with those people, and they take me where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. But she says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Okay. And I'll tell you that if you can learn that mm-hmm. to utilize that every situation you're in, when someone asks you to do something or whatever it is, if you get to say in my mind, is this a hell yes? Mm-hmm. Then if if it's not, it's a no. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it's no forever. It just means that right now. It's no for right now. It's a no for right now. Right. Love you mean it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And don't feel bad about saying no. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Move past it. I think another thing um, from being a strong woman, and we're going to just kind of limit them. This one, this this topic can go for a couple of podcasts, oh, probably. Gosh. I know. But another one that I think is really important, and I learn more about this as I get older, but is seeking help when I need help. Woo! 
everybody Podcast in and of itself in itself i think everybody um that i know that's a strong woman we're always sort of like well i'll just muster through it i'll get through it on the other <laughs> side of it it'll get better but what happens when you get through that season and there's another another dry or tough season right behind oh my that god i think it's important for us as strong women to be able to understand that if i need help i need help yeah. And that's actually a strength. So when we think yes. about the topic of this podcast being what's the cost of being a strong woman, mm-hmm. it could be the cost of your peace. Good Lord. So nothing is worth your peace, y'all. Zero. I'm going to tell you one thing. I have just, I'm not though. I'm I'm not old. I'm quite young, actually. Mm-hmm. We're young women. 30-ish. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that has really been a heavy on my heart this last couple of years is 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 having and maintaining my peace mm-hmm. i will not sacrifice it yeah for nothing well once you've sacrificed it before Woo. you know that you don't ever want to go there I again never want to go there again you see and i think if we could help women mm-hmm. to not go some of the places we've been mm. It, it would, it to me, that it's all worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think it's important, like I said, get help when you need it. Mm-hmm. And don't wait till you get to a place where you're out of control. God. Sometimes you got to just sit down with somebody and just say, hey, help me, help me prioritize my life right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Support me right now. I need, I don't need any kind of, I don't need you to throw healing oil on me right now. <laughs> I don't need you to pat me on the back and say, girl, it's going to be okay. I actually need you to just kind of slow down with me and mm-hmm. tell me how can I prioritize my life right now? Yeah. For real. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. So CEOs, we hope this has been helpful. We wanted to give you a few bullet points to kind of be thinking about. Um, we love you guys and your strong selves. Yes, we do. Yes, but enjoy. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. We want mm-hmm. you to um, enjoy the space that you're in right now. But take heed to, yeah. you know, the cost of being a strong woman and what that what the good can come out of that. Because the other side of that is being a strong woman, daggone, can get you some good places in Honey. life. Like the top of the corporate ladder. Um, in a successful relationships. I mean, there's a flip side to all of these things. There's a cost but there's also a great side to it if you're really keeping your boundaries in place. Yeah, I think if there's one thing we'll leave you is be a strong woman with boundaries. I love it. Be a strong woman with boundaries. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable. And, you know, it, hey, keep rocking it out there, y'all. We love it. So, again, CEOs, we are grateful that you joined us in our boardroom. There are plenty of seats for all of our ladies in our boardroom. So, until next time, make sure that you guys are following us. Tamara, you tell them our our social media sites. Yes, you guys can follow us on Instagram. We are she, E, I think it's she, dot. Uh Uh-huh, she, dot, E-O, Inc, I-N-C, yep. Yep. At Facebook, we are just SheEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us there. Uh, we also have a website, SheEO Power. Go on there. We got some whoop, cool merchandise whoop. coming out. Yes. You guys can represent SheEO uh, with some some cool T-shirts and some other things. So yes. stay tuned to that. Uh, we will be doing our podcast. You guys can catch us um, on most of the podcast stations right now. Yeah, everywhere, really. Pretty much. Yep. Um, so we'll be uh, streaming and, and bringing you more good content. So, hey, hang in there. We love you guys. 
Have a great rest of your week. Great rest of the week. And don't forget, November the 9th, yeah. Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. November 9th. CEO will be with Dr. Todd. He is a life therapist, mm -hmm. couples therapist, sex therapist. All around dope therapist. We are getting ready to, to have such a dope, deep conversation. And we're so excited. So come prepared to bring questions. Mm -hmm. The link for tickets is on our Instagram and Facebook page. If you check Instagram, it's in our bio. You click the link. It's $45. And ladies, it's an early bird special. Get it while it's early, okay? Yeah. You won't want to miss this event. So. Not at all. All right, ladies. See you next time. Peace.